Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, job alert. There's a new game in town, and experts are in need. What you have to understand is that a quantum computer moves exponentially faster to solving problems than today's classical computer, even faster than supercomputers. I'm here in the studio with Arthur Herman. He is a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute. He's an expert in culture and society, economics, defense strategy, energy, and many other things. Hudson Institute here in town is a think tank and research center that spends a lot of time on a nonpartisan basis looking at U.S. and international economic security and political issues. Arthur himself has written many books, articles, and essays on key historical figures, economic history, and technology. He got my attention recently in connection with some research I did which you may have read about recently in the Washington Business Journal around the, the emerging quantum computing industry here in our region. So Arthur's here to talk with us today about why quantum computing is so important to our national security, as well as being a big economic opportunity for our region. Arthur, thanks for joining us. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Well, I've certainly this is an area that I've delved into a lot recently. Why are people so concerned about quantum computing from the standpoint of national security? Well, quantum computing, it's, it's an emerging technology. We have some companies and agencies which already have kind of rudimentary quantum computers at work. The, what has focused everyone's attention on this is the future potentialities within the next decade, possibly even sooner. What you have to understand is that a quantum computer moves exponentially faster to solving problems than today's classical computer, even faster than supercomputers. What you're able to do because a classical computer, right, breaks all data down into one into zeros and ones, and then sorts through them on a linear sequence. Even supercomputers have to do everything in line, one after another. Um, they do it at an amazingly fast speed, but it's still a linear process. The quantum computer, because you're using quantum physics, which allows a bit of information to be both a one and a zero at the same time, what they call superposition, allows you to eliminate lots of steps in between. You don't have to do it in a linear process. You can solve problems all at once. It's like, the way I put it is like, instead of reading all of the books in the Library of Congress one after another, you can read them all at once. Now, what this means is, first of all, in terms of the, the, the huge cal complicated calculations you'll be able to do in the blink of an eye, we're talking about huge advances in our ability to solve major problems in genetics and medicine, uh, in, in understanding climate change. The applications are enormous. What it also means, however, and this gets to your point about why people are concerned about this, is, is that it will be able to uh, factorize the huge uh, prime and subprime numbers on which all of our public encryption systems are based. So basically what you've got is the code breaker computer of all time. And what's going to have to happen now is that we're going to have to, number one, make sure that the United States and our government and our companies have the lead in securing that incredibly important breakthrough in developing a, a quantum computer that can, has this kind of tremendous potential, both disruptive but also uh, in terms of the benefits. But we also have to find ways to protect ourselves if some other guy and particularly China, who's working very hard on this, 
get to that quantum computer first or even second. Arthur, it strikes me that this reminds me of conversations I have around artificial intelligence or other advancing technology areas which have many positive economic benefits right. but also enormous national security challenges. You know, you touched on this, and I think this is important. I want to devote some good time to this. This is going to change the computer industry. It's going to change information. It's already happening. This must be creating enormous economic opportunities for companies around the world and also locally. What do you see? Well, what I see here is, first of all, uh, I see two areas in which you can begin to see that there are economic as well as, as well as we say, national security, both concerns but also opportunities. Number one is quantum computing itself. Now, we have our major IT giants, Intel, IBM, Microsoft, Google, all working furiously in this area to develop the quantum computer that has the capacity now to really do things that classical computers, even supercomputers, can't do. They're working hard in that. You've got uh, mid-sized companies like Rigetti Computing. Chad Rigetti, who has really, uh, I think, carved out a very important niche for himself in this area. Uh, you've got companies that are involved in developing quantum hardware that as quantum computers expand, they're going to need component parts. We need special materials uh, and special ways of handling those in order to work within the confines of, of quantum physics and the way it underpins this type of technology. Then on the other side, you've got the quantum cryptography and post-quantum cryptography. What we're talking about there is, number one, writing algorithms that are large enough and complicated enough that even a quantum computer, even a quantum computer that's geared to breaking down public encryption systems is still going to have trouble and still be stymied with that. And then you've also got quantum technology itself, which can be used to encrypt and to protect data and networks in ways that will be essentially unhackable. I mean, what you're talking about here are using truly random numbers as a means by which to connect people to, to each other so that the messages and data flowing between them are, it's like with what cryptographers call it a one-time pad. There's no way to crack into that. And once you do, both sides will know because the connection will be broken. So think about it, unhackable, unhackable networks and data, uh, protecting against a future quantum computer assault. Here, these are, openings in the area of cybersecurity companies, cybersecurity technology, in which, hey, you go hire a couple of people who understand something about quantum technology, and you could really have an important, an important base by which to start to draw the attention of our own government agencies, but also of companies and financial institutions, as well as the IT giants themselves. They're going to need help in this area. So the message I'm taking away for our listeners and folks listening is that this may be an, an opportunity to develop some truly great companies. I think so. And I think what we're what, somewhere out there, there is a Steve Jobs of quantum. Somewhere out there, there's a Bill Gates in the quantum area. And someone who emerges that way and says, I can really capture this market with this new emerging technology and draw the engineers and the scientists, but also, too, the funding sources that I need to show how these applications can work to protect our national security, advance our economic growth, and also advance the science. This is, a, this is going to be a big deal. Well, Arthur, I really appreciate you coming and taking the time. Folks, if you want to understand more about how innovation and technology are affecting our society in different ways, do follow Arthur Herman and 
his work and others' work at the Hudson Institute. Thanks for joining us. And also, can I also mention to my column at Forbes.com, in which I cover quantum, artificial intelligence, and other high-tech systems and how they're going to affect national security. Not only can you mention it, now I'll go read it. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you to our sponsor, Tedco. Tedco invests in early-stage tech and life science companies. It provides resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. Tedco's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And a thank you to our sponsor, JLL. JLL is the leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contracting, and professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Thank you to Speakerbox Communications. Speakerbox is your team for meeting the unique demands of the technology sector, crystallizing complex ideas, targeting highly intelligent buyers, and moving at the speed of tech. Since 1997, they've given voice to many of our industry's top thinkers and performers. Check them out at speakerboxpr.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Tandem Product Academy. If you're looking to grow a software technology business and you're past your first five employees or your first half a million dollars in revenue, their free educational program will teach you how to grow your business. Supported by a broad group of our region's leading business organizations and local governments, Tandem Product Academy is free to participants. Learn more at tandeminnovate.com. Thank you for joining us on What's Working in Washington. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.